Saturday of the 28th week, 2023. Our passage from Luke's Gospel this morning offers a short collection of sayings of Jesus about discipleship. First, he says that those who are willing to acknowledge him before others will be acknowledged by Jesus in his role of the, as the judging son of man at the end of time. And those who deliberately deny Jesus by committing apostasy will have that action turned back on them at the judgment, unless, of course, they repent before then. The next verse is a mysterious one and has received various interpretations over the centuries. The first part seems to mean that those who reject Jesus during his ministry will have a second chance when they encounter the preaching of the disciples after Jesus' resurrection and ascending of the Holy Spirit. If they open themselves to him in welcoming his, the t- disciples' preaching, they will share in salvation. It's the next clause that is the stickler. The one who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. It is very striking that this phrase shows up in a gospel that is so totally dedicated to declaring the mercy and forgiveness of God as evidenced in Jesus' ministry. It all hinges on what is meant by blaspheming against the Holy Spirit. Since for Luke the Spirit is sent forth after the death and resurrection of Jesus, the time period seems to be that of the preaching of the disciples who are empowered by the Spirit. But more has to be involved. Although the text doesn't say this, it seems that the blaspheming that Jesus has in mind here is a deliberate and definitive closing of someone to the preaching of the disciples. This seems the only way to make sense of this text. The only unimaginable, unforgivable, the only imaginable, unforgivable sin is the deliberate refusal to ask for and receive forgiveness. In the face of such a stance, God is, as it were, powerless. God will never override our freedom, but respects it. God will labor within us to persuade us to open our closed hearts, but God will not force our hearts. So these words say nothing about any kind of narrowness or stinginess on the part of God. They say something scary about ourselves. We have with within our power, we have it within our power to definitively close ourselves off from God's love. And if and when we do so, we are choosing our own fate. God will, so to speak, give us, or better, allow to be what we choose for ourselves in this situation, as absurd as that choice is. But then Jesus moves to something positive about the Holy Spirit in the life of the disciples. When the disciples are placed before accusers, they are not to worry about their defense because the Holy Spirit will give them the words of truth and love to say by which they can bear witness to Christ. In addition to that, I think it is safe to say that in those times of great distress, 
the Holy Spirit, God as the great connector, will strive to connect the people to their true self and to connect to connect the disciple to the tr- their true self and connect the disciple to the goodness of the accusers. Beyond these times of persecution that Jesus is speaking about, it might be good for each of us to consider how often we turn to the Holy Spirit for guidance, for interior strength. This enormous resource is always available to us.